Hello, this is Emotional Support Water Bottle with Hannah and Ailish. I'm Hannah. And I'm Ailish. <laughs> okay. Starting so, out strong. <laughs> so I just finished Emily Ratajkowski. You know, I thought I was saying it right the whole time, mm-hmm. Ratajkowski, but then I saw her do that interview yes. a couple weeks ago. And when, how did she say it? I literally don't even know. It was know. like cow. And it was, it was way different than yes. what I thought. I know. Emily, how do you pronounce your last name? Ratajkowska. <laughs> well... Her. Everyone knows who we're talking Emrata. about. Yeah. <laughs> so I just finished listening to her book and it was so interesting. I know. I, because she released it a while ago. Yeah. When it, sometime last year, yeah. wasn't it? And I'd been wanting to read it and then, of course, I just didn't. Have but it. you're so much better about audiobooks and I really need to get on that train. <laughs> yes. That's the only way I can consume books right now. But yes, it was so interesting. I will say I am indifferent on her. Like, I don't feel like we were talking about earlier that what she says lines up with what she does. Yeah. But I feel like after listening to the book, I understand her a little bit better. I will say the book was very sad toned. Really? (laughs) Yeah, it was very... Sad. It was such a doozy. Like, I have so many thoughts about the whole thing. But I do think she's aware of the fact that what she says and what she does don't line up. Yeah. And I feel like she's stuck. She feels stuck in this, like, trap where she doesn't want to be used for her body. But also, that's what makes her money. Yeah. And some of the things she was saying, but okay, this is the one thing that I don't know if she has any perspective on. I feel like she thinks that people who are, I guess people that don't look like Emily or Emrata, that bad stuff still happens to them. Like you like people who are beautiful. Yeah. But people who aren't, I would say stereotypically beautiful or like they don't look like Emily you can still be used for your body yeah you can still be assaulted yeah and you know just used as a body and I don't think she knows that Mm. (laughs) which was a little bit tough for me when I was like anyway that was just tough because for me to feel like bad for her. Like, I think if you grew up as, or if you're just not considered conventionally attractive, I think you would have absolutely hated this book and not oh, felt bad for her yeah. at all. But I do think that just because she, you know, does show herself a lot, like in her nudity and everything yeah she still shouldn't be used in the way that she was yeah like so I do feel bad for her but I also feel like a lot of it has to do with the industry that she's in for sure and I feel like this happens to all kinds of women that look all different ways in that industry right I don't think she fully understands like I felt like she was thinking she's the only person that this happened to because she was so beautiful. And I will say it was hard to hear somebody <laughs> say how attractive they were so much. <laughs> and like, and was she reading the book? She was. So that makes it even weirder. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's not that she isn't beautiful because yeah, she obviously is, yeah. but it's really weird to hear someone say that, speak about themselves like that. And I just, that part was weird to like hear. I well, don't know. It. I mean, it, we don't really talk about ourselves like that. No. It's not that I think either of us think we're like hideous, but that's just never been something that no. I would say about myself. Like, no. oh, I'm just so beautiful. That's why I have, have all so these many problems. problems. And the part two, she didn't talk about um, her relationship with women, that she was like put down by women or anything mm-hmm. by her beauty. It was all about men like having power over her. Mm-hmm. 
And just some of the situations she kind of got herself in were, again, it was like her pursuing this industry. Yeah. But. Yeah, I, yeah. I know. It's it's almost, and I didn't read the book yet, but right. it's almost hard to vocalize. Yes. Like how I think you're feeling about what she's saying because you don't want to be unsupportive I know that's I know that was the toughest part I'm like I understand just because she's going to this guy like there was a story how she went to this guy's house she was younger it was an overnight thing she goes to this guy's house it's not funny no she goes to this guy's house there's a makeup artist and like a stylist like that does her hair she stays at the house too, and it's just her, this guy, and this like stylist. And then the stylist goes to bed, and then she's, um, you know, assaulted in a way. But like, what on earth? Yeah, the whole situation. I was like, why did anyone think this was a good idea? And I'm not even saying it's just her, but like her management. Yeah. And it was just, and she'd get in situations where it was like she was with these rich people, and they were paying her to be there yeah. and then weird stuff was happening and I just don't understand how she didn't think about I guess it's almost just the desperation yes. to make it yes which I think and towards the end she does kind of say that so I did feel better about it it was like she did realize that she was doing this even though she hates that she's doing mm-hmm. it and I also think that she's really I don't think she liked her likes herself very much Mm. Well, I guess I could see why if she like like, did all this stuff or had this happen to her. Like some of this is my fault. Yeah, you know, like I I can understand that. I know that's interesting. It was very like I I wasn't really expecting that. No, it was not what I was expecting at all. I thought it was just gonna be like, oh, I'm so pretty and my life sucks, and that was only part of it. I know that was only (laughs) part of it. The way, but it was almost that her life was tough because she was so beautiful yeah but i do like i said i think that has to do with the industry she was in and not just i mean if she was i don't know a secretary i don't think it'd be the same level like people think she was hot but it wouldn't be the same level that it was but you're totally right though because there are so many women who like aren't like stereotypically beautiful by society (laughs) right but they still are assaulted and taken advantage of in like different ways not just like sexually right so i don't really think it has to do always with how you look right but almost because she was like exotic looking and beautiful and skinny she was able to be put in more situations that made that happen right i agree i mean it's gross it is gross but yeah it is it's conflicting because i've never been so conflicted and i could feel in her writing and like how she was saying it that she was also just as conflicted and she i mean she had a bunch of stories about like that and everything and like her mom Really, it was important for her to be beautiful and yeah. for Emily to be beautiful. So I think a lot of it come came from her parents right. too, putting so much emphasis on that. But it was, I'm like, you have to read it. I know, I really do it's have to. So interesting. We'll have to have a follow up. Well, yeah, we when will. I read it, I'll, that should be okay. We're not fully halfway through March right now, and we're recording this so that should be my march goal to at least start the book (laughs) yeah and then we can have like a full in-depth because it was so intense and yeah like i said it was really sad book but i think there'd be a really good conversations that could come from this no i can i can already i mean you're having a good conversation and i'm only like half into it because (laughs) i didn't read it but it was just then it's like there's so much we can unpack it's just like Mind your head's going to spin. Um, so we have to do a follow-up because there have been new developments with Vanderpump Rules and oh boy. the Scandival, as they're calling it. Um, 
there have been, I mean, I don't think we're going to rehash everything that has happened no. so far. I do want to say that this has deeply impacted me because I've been watching this show for like 10 years. Yeah. And everything, like everyone that I thought was good is just as bad as the other people. Yeah. And I think it's interesting too the way Jack, Stassi, Kristen, Katie have all been trying to tell us the same And no one believed thing, it. And no one believed them. And honestly, they, I mean, the way, the reason why they were taken off the show was for a different yes. thing. But they were painted to be the villains yeah. every time, really. Where and they were in like, the wrong. Yeah, and he was the hero. And, yeah. Whew. It's just, it's thrown us for a loop for it really sure. Yes, I'm like my. And I just I, can't believe it. Honestly, I cannot get enough. Like no, I am I like know. psychotically like looking up podcasts and interviews and <laughs> like, articles. Like I just want to know what's happening and like just the new developments of the way he's been acting towards right. Ariana and just every. And then I heard today that. Schwartz knew like a month ago apparently and that didn't really surprise me because it's like how long can you keep that from your best friend I know and like I feel like people were suspicious yeah it seems that way I don't know but I had a thought and it was just I don't know what made me think of this if I was listening to one of the podcasts um or if it was just my random musings, but it was just that like, no matter how secure you feel in a relationship or like how long you've been together, Mm -hmm. it's, it's just like you really never know what the other person is feeling. I know. And I find that terrifying. I know. Even if you married like a high school sweetheart or something, you still don't really know someone you just have to hope. Like I think about that a lot too, like just being married. Right. I'm like, am I laying next to the person that's going to like murder me? Yeah, or just like not even that extreme. (laughs) But like you... You can feel so much love for somebody and like think that your feelings are reciprocated and that they feel that for you too, but you don't really know how they're feeling. And even if they're saying it to you, is that what they feel? Like you don't know. And I mean, you obviously in relationships, you have to build trust and keep that trust and all that stuff. But like... These two, yeah, they had their ups and downs, but being with someone for like, you know, nearly 10 years, you would think that there's trust there. Right. I know this person, they know me, like we're in it for the long haul, but then something like this happens and it's just like everything was everything just a lie. Right. And I just was thinking about this too, like when somebody cheats on someone else in a relationship like even if it is a one night stand or right. oh we were we were drunk and we made a mistake or if it's like a year long affair like i personally don't think i could ever look at that person the same way no i agree like to me it doesn't even matter no. how long it was it's the indiscretion and yes. i would question everything yes. after that point <laughs> I agree like therapy would not help no. us as a couple no because it's like what why right and i just don't even in that situation it's like why didn't they break up then yeah and just like you're having a full-blown months of an affair right and then some developments that we've had is tom saying like well you know you should have seen this coming kind of or we haven't been right. as close we haven't you know done this spent time together blah 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 like what I then know, why did you... you break up with yeah, me why didn't you like... end it <laughs> and should you really anticipate your yeah. one of your friends in your 10 year long relationship yeah to be having like an affair like that cause I even I mean, I've never been in a relationship for that length of time, but right. I would think that, I mean, you 
probably know with your husband. Like, I'm sure that there are um, spans of time throughout your relationship where you're closer to each other and times when maybe you don't get to spend as much time together or maybe feel a little bit more distant and then you come back together. But, like, you don't expect the worst in those lower moments. Especially if you have so much invested in each other, like homes, businesses, money. It's... (laughs) It's just insane. I was just really, like, thrown by that. Like, how how can I trust anyone? I know. (laughs) No, for real, though. How can you truly feel secure in a relationship? I know, with something like that. And I know it's TV. Yeah. We're only seeing, like, you know better parts but still it's like it's scary it is scary it's like could your whole life be destroyed in a moment yeah literally like she saw that video yeah or when Kristen Doty was saying she just she never checks his phone Mm -hmm. and then she just had like this feeling to check it and then it was like sure enough And, like, what made her have that feeling at that moment? Right. Like, why didn't she have that seven months ago when this all started, you know? But it also made me think, because we had previously talked about, like, my kind of dating life. And it made me think about just, like, dating and relationships in general. And I guess this doesn't fully relate to the stuff with Vanderpump, but I think that... Dating was a lot easier before we had so much social media and technology because people now are just so easily attainable and you like can constantly see other options. Oh, yeah. It's like nowadays, I feel like it's almost harder to be monogamous yeah because there's so like you said there's so many options you can like even if you're not physically cheating right you can just get online and start chatting with somebody and it it's just crazy i know and then like just you know when we were younger i guess this was really popular but i feel like it still happens now because of technology and like the talking stage you know where like you're not even actually meeting up with the person and hanging out with them or going on a date or building real connection you're just texting them right and (laughs) nothing really comes from it Mm -hmm. it's like that's like purgatory like that's the dumbest thing ever and it can last for so long and then finally one of you is either like hey let's actually meet up right or they just it fizzles out right. <laughs> um and the other thing that i thought about with this was just making real connections yeah like, and th- thinking about like when i don't know just our parents like when they were in the dating scene yeah. <laughs> like think about like you had to meet somebody Yes. Either on your own, through a chance encounter, or through right. friends. Right. And then you had to exchange home phone numbers. <laughs> you had to, like, call that person and set up a date. Right. And then you both had to keep the date <laughs> and agree that you're going to meet somewhere at right. this time or that they were going to pick you up. And then you had to then have the date and then wait until the other person (laughs) called you. Like that anticipation, I think, made the relationship like more exciting and actually like made you just want to talk to the person more. Whereas now when you're in that talking stage or just with social media, you can talk to that person anytime you want to. On a million different platforms. And you can see a million pictures. You can video with that, like literally anything. And there's no, like the anticipation and that kind of like magic of Mm -hmm. it is just gone. Oh, it is. And I think even just monogamy in general, I feel like people are like, well, it's just easier to be, you know, poly because yeah. why fight it? It's like... And then people, which, you know, I don't know the science right. behind anything. They're like, we're just not meant to be monogamous. monogamous. I'm like, mm, well, okay. If you're going to put yourself <laughs> in 
those types of situation, yeah, it will seem to be impossible to be monogamous, but it's actually very possible. Right. In my opinion, if you're really putting in the effort into your relationship, I mean, yeah, you're going to have, you know, ups and downs and stuff, but I mean, it's effort and I feel like people give up really easily. Oh, I agree. And it's like, why would I try to make this work when I could just start something new and it can be fun again? Right. Or even like, I mean, for me, too, like, I don't think that I'm like crazy picky. Right. But I will be like, okay, well, that was kind of annoying. Right. And then even if I do give the guy another chance, I still am always thinking about that other (laughs) thing. thing. So it's like, I don't know, that's not really beneficial for me. And I don't really put myself out there like all the time either. So that's not beneficial. But man, it's crazy out there, though. Like, I can't even imagine dating right now. And I I don't like dating apps or even before the apps were, which we never were like, we weren't old enough to have done any of the dating websites right. during that time. No. But like, I just always found that so strange. And with the app, especially it's like, I can look and see a small snapshot of somebody, <laughs> right. not even their true selves. It's no. their curated self. Right. And then I swipe right or left <laughs> based on if I find them attractive right. basically or not. And like, you could do that for freaking hours a day (laughs) like and never run out of options right like that's crazy helpful how does that build a meaningful connection and a meaningful relationship and then i guess for people that are listening like it's not that i'm saying that can never work for people right because it does yeah it does but it's just the basis of it Mm -hmm. like it just goes back to what i said at the beginning we're other options are so easily attainable yes. and you can constantly just see what's better, right. quote unquote, out there for you. And I think it, like you said, it's just easier to move on then when you find yeah. one little flaw. Right. But I don't know. That it was just, those are my, <laughs> my musings about relationships. Well, I do feel like this has made people really think. It's yeah. like, wait, what? Well, and just with like... With Tom and Rachel. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Did you know that? I didn't know it until it came this out. This came out, yeah. But, like, did he just upgrade to a younger model? Yeah, that's the way it seems. It's yeah. like, whoo, but, yeah, it does seem like he just upgraded to another model. And it's like, oh, well, she's fun. and Right. And young. Yeah. And why would I work on this? She's a groupie. Yeah. And it it's always scary, too, when you do hear, like, the Emratas or the Ariana, who's, you know, gorgeous, yeah. get cheated on. Like, I know. none of us are safe. I know. It is scary. But that's just, it just wraps back to what I said at the beginning, like, how do you feel secure? Like, what is that feeling of security? Right. And like your and it perception can be so taken out, like the rug can be pulled out from oh, under yeah. you. It's like, yeah, I think my husband's obsessed with me. But like, could that change any yeah. second? Yeah. Or like vice versa, too. Right. Like, you know, you love him so much, but. What if one sudden, day you wake up and you're like, well, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> like, that is such a scary thought. I it think. is scary. Like, our like a whole life with somebody and just for it to just be nothing. Done. I know. That's a, um, from Kristen Doty's podcast, yeah. too. At the end of it, I don't know who the woman she had on, S.E cup or something yeah it's it's just like like a political somebody i did not know who she was i'm sorry (laughs) to that woman that i don't know who you are but she said something so insightful about marriage but Mm -hmm. also just relationships in general i thought that was it was that yeah you can find your significant other like attractive and have that spark with them but what really makes your relationship be long lasting is having that admiration for a person Mm -hmm. and you know just like 
being kind of in awe of them or impressed right. with what they do. And I totally agree because, yeah. you know, like our looks can fade and yeah, and they will no matter yeah. what you do to try to right. stop it. We're getting older. Right. But like just having that respect for somebody mm-hmm. and having the admiration for what they do and appreciating them. Yes. That is what makes and keeps a relationship and I just wonder if you know maybe with all the other things that Tom and Ariana had going on with like their new businesses and Mm -hmm. then Tom's band if it really was just them growing apart and losing some of that like admiration for each other or maybe he never even had that for her I, know. I don't it seems even know. like he really thinks highly of himself yeah I <laughs> but yeah, it does I seem like from the outside looking in it like seems like Ariana is wonderful and that's like why doesn't he right because she was so supportive right you know of his random endeavors but I don't know. It our, is very interesting. Our worlds interesting. are clearly rocked. <laughs> we are shocked by this. I can't handle it. I, Everything yeah. I know is a lie. I know. <laughs> I cannot trust anyone. No. It's just challenging right now. Yeah. But something that we had talked about, too, and I know uh, Heather McDonald had talked about it on her podcast. We're really dropping names here with podcasts today. <laughs> but um, was how can Raquel and Tom Sandoval come back yeah. from this? Because essentially they are canceled right yes. now. <laughs> I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can either because they don't really have much, especially Raquel, not to be mean, but she doesn't really have much going for her no. without the show. And I don't think they should necessarily be fired from the show. Like some people are saying that, but I don't know. But also like I heard um, the comparison was made to Brandy Glanville. Right. And, you know, cause that for those that don't know, that's <laughs> kind of how Vanderpump Rules even started was right. drama with her. But it was just like, she and Raquel are not even close to being on the same level. Right. Like Brandy, as controversial as she is Mm -hmm. and how I don't really love her. (laughs) Not anymore. Yeah. But she actually was somebody that you wanted to watch and see what was going on. Yeah. And like she was a reality star and all the other shows that she got that piggybacked off of Real Housewives that was because she was somebody that was marketable and that was interesting and people wanted to watch her. I don't think Raquel is like that at all. (laughs) I mean, I haven't been keeping up with everything since she's been on. I can tell you she's not. Yeah, but just, yeah, from what I've seen and heard, it's like, this is the biggest thing. Even her breaking up or breaking the engagement with... James Kennedy, it's like, oh, okay. This is literally the (laughs) biggest story that she's ever going to have. And she won't even be able to monopolize off it. So I don't think that there's any coming back for her unless, like Heather McDonald said, um, she gets a full face transplant and reinvents (laughs) herself or she and Tom end up staying together. Which who knows, I guess. I know. Yeah, I don't think there's too much hope. For them, I mean, sometimes people get over things and sometimes they don't. I mean, well, cancel culture is just really interesting. It In is. this situation, I think it's more warranted. Yes. <laughs> um, but we were just kind of thinking about yes. cancel culture. And some of these people that we were both thinking about or specifically me that I was thinking about, they did things that did warrant them to be (laughs) canceled. But also like some of my people are uh, musicians. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, can we separate the artist from the person? So one of the, I don't know if he's one of the most probably controversial is Chris Brown. Right. (laughs) And, he was in the media recently. He got real heated, I think, because people were bringing up everything with <laughs> Rihanna, which, of course, like we should not right. forget that. But like, 
how long do we hate him for this? Like, don't get me wrong. It was right. horrific what he did. Right. It was so disgusting and wrong. But, like, he was also really young. Yeah, and I'm not sure if he's been involved with anything like that since. Me either. Like, I guess I haven't been. Publicly, I don't no. think. I think there was a story... This was like years ago. But if somebody can grow from something, I'm not saying he's a grown girl. Yeah, <laughs> he still right. seems very immature and stuff. But can we forgive and move on? Right. I don't know. And I think it's just challenging because, like, it, I don't know. It's hard to talk about this too without sounding completely insensitive. And I know. Like, <laughs> sort of like, but it's just, are we just, going to hate someone forever because of of a mistake that they made and right. and I think like what you said is right if someone can put in the work and realize that they did was wrong and grow from that you know, and not do it again right or and I know everything that happened with him it was a different time and we weren't so like quick to just cancel people mm-hmm. But everyone still hated him. But now, right. like, he didn't just go away. I mean, no, he still he put out music. kept going for years. And even though some people kind of, like, I stopped listening to his music for a while. Yeah. But, I mean, he still, I guess it's interesting. Why did he still get to have, like, a career? Right. That's in what it's... other people. So if, if that would have happened today. Right. Like, would he just be banned for life from everything he probably yeah would. like but because it happened when it happened he was still able to keep making music right and it's just that's interesting and i don't i'm not really like one side or the other on that but it's almost just like i don't know how long do we just hold that over somebody's head like right. if it happened one time if it was something that they were remorseful for, like, do we even as people that also make mistakes have the right to just judge someone? At the end of the day, we're not the ones who need to be apologized to from him or give him the forgiveness. It was Rihanna or anyone else that he hurt. Yeah. So who are we really even to pass comment? (laughs) Right. The other one that is really controversial, but this actually was brought up um, at work. So it was interesting that we were talking about this this week. (laughs) But it was the whole uh, R. Kelly versus Michael Jackson. Mm. And again, what both of these men did is so disgusting <laughs> if like, ever if all allegations are true yeah it's very allegedly disgusting. everything that they did is disgusting and i think this is i don't think that they're on the same level as chris brown i'm sorry if that's a hot take but like <laughs> <laughs> it's just so gross to me but yes. anyway allegedly but anyway um the, my one coworker was, I think they were out somewhere, music is playing, and mm-hmm. it was an R. Kelly song. I don't even know which one it was. I don't think she did either. And she didn't even realize that it was R. Kelly, but she was, like, jamming to the song. Right. And someone made a comment to her, like, oh. like really, you know, you're... Supporting you know? this. <laughs> yeah. And then she brought up the point, like... But we do the exact same thing with Michael Jackson, where we separate the artist from right. the man. No one like gives it a second thought if you start singing Thriller, Billy right. Jean. But when it's R. Kelly, it's all of a sudden, whoa, gross! Whoa. Get this out of That's here. That's disgusting. But they literally did like the same thing, right? No, that is extremely interesting. Why can some... I do feel like a lot of people get a more of a pass. And especially with when it comes to music, it's like, well, we can't completely ban, you know, like a number one songs. Yeah. But it's like, why not? If it's right. the same allegations, basically, right. for the most part. And I mean... I guess maybe it is the time that things happened. Right. Because everything with Michael Jackson happened, like, 
way earlier than it or started earlier, I mm-hmm. guess, than it did with R. Kelly. And everything with R. Kelly is actually coming to light. And there right. was all the, like, surviving R. And, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was everything. And we didn't have that completely with Michael Jackson. But it just seems like it's way easier for people to just be like, well, yeah, MJ did all these really horrible things. But I mean, how am I not going to play Thriller at Halloween? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's how am I not going to dress like him? Mm -hmm. But then with R. Kelly, it's just, oh, my God, he's just (laughs) and I don't know. I guess it's so I guess I'm conflicted, too, because in some ways I feel like we should separate the artist from Mm -hmm. the person, because even like as an artist, as a musician, you're not even the one in charge of all your music. Like, right. You're the one that's singing it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you wrote it, produced it, like right. played or any. even making the money off yeah. of it. So it's nowadays. kind of, I don't know. I still think 100% what they allegedly did is terrible, but it's just as thought provoking. It is thought provoking because it should be the same all across the board. Yeah, I think then. that's the thing is that there's a difference like and we, I don't get why. Yeah, or even like, ah, oh man, that goes for like so many things. It feels like like James Charles can kind of yeah still message, you know, underage people, whether he knew allegedly or yeah. didn't know allegedly. But he's still out here making TikToks. Right. And like, I don't know. He hated him so, for a second. Yeah. And he did it multiple times. Right. And there's been multiple allegations about it, but he's still allowed to be out here doing things where other people are canceled forever and like yeah. can't do anything. I know. It's just such a a diff I don't know it's a, it's an enigma really it is the whole thing like or even with men versus women mm-hmm. where it seems like women tend to get more of a pass with certain things I mean even with Cardi B admitting that she drugged and yeah. robbed men and yeah they were scumbag men but if a man was like yeah I drugged and robbed women he might as well just crawl in a hole. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, is a bad thing yeah, to do. Yeah, it's horrible. But she still has this very successful career. Right, it didn't really do anything yeah. for her. And right. if anything, people were like, like yeah, yeah, you girl. get it. <laughs> yeah, you deserve that. Those guys are disgusting. Which they are. And I don't know, it just is very interesting. I thought, too, about... Another, this whole episode is controversial, I, I guess. Like, but with uh, J.K. Rowling, yeah, you know how this is a completely different situation from Chris Brown or Michael Jackson right. and R. Kelly. But because she voiced an opinion, right. she was canceled. And I'm not saying that, like, I agree, disagree, feel neutral, whatever about what she's saying. But I do think that everyone is entitled to their opinion. Right. And And you don't have to agree with it. No. But does that mean we just cancel people that don't share the same views as us? Right. And especially because, I mean, I love Harry Potter. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like I I just can't give up Harry Potter. I know. at this point, I'm not buying new things and new things aren't coming out. So I'm not technically supporting her in that way. But it's it is, again, like, can we separate the two? Right. And it does seem like people are trying to do that. But it's like you can't even say anything about Harry Potter without that being brought up. I know. And it's like, and can I just enjoy right. and in, it or not? In my mind... Like, yeah, I know she wrote the books and everything, but when I think of Harry Potter, I don't automatically think of her and then all the comments. Right. Like, I used to just think of, 
you know, like, oh, I love those books. And oh, my gosh, all the movies and all the characters I know and love. But now it's like everybody has made it such a huge deal. And there's been so much hatred towards her that it's like, I don't even want to say that. I I... It's like, uh, yeah, what are you listening to? Not Harry Potter. (laughs) Not the movie soundtrack. (laughs) It's just, I don't know, it's strange. But that's interesting about... I think in that case, like the men versus women thing, it is opposite with her. Like she voiced an opinion that in this day and age is controversial. Right. And people were just like, no, you're absolutely wrong and we hate you. Goodbye. Yeah. It's like like, no, no room for growth, no room for opinion. And I think people take too much from what people say and they have to actually look at the context of Mm -hmm. what people are saying and I don't know exactly what she said in particular but I think just in general it's like if one person decides to cancel you then everyone gets like on this bandwagon I when I used to be on TikTok I definitely (laughs) would see that it's like you're looking at a video and then you're like oh that's really funny you go to the comments and they're like that was really messed up that yeah like, oh and then yeah, there's probably like 150 comments after that saying you're so right blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then all these people are jumping on like, the bandwagon like, and then i go would go back up and be like unlike this i didn't realize it's just interesting the way like that mob mentality yeah, that's of, what like, it is wait that was wrong that you said that yeah. now we all have to and then everyone's like yeah you're right it's yeah. like wait I just want to make a sidebar real quick remember when we <laughs> went into the theater to watch Harry Potter <laughs> oh <laughs> and then we had like a sexual awakening <laughs> We're because like, they all got hot. I know. They were all rugged out in the woods. I we're know. like, we are Ron and Harry hot. <laughs> like, I'm not really into gingers, but <laughs> Ron. Ron is being very vulnerable <laughs> right now. It's like, I thought they were going to like chop down some trees. So I was like, I'm their flannels. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. That was so funny. <laughs> that was funny. Us just innocently going to watch the new movie. Wait a minute. (laughs) Our sexual awakening, we're like 17. (laughs) I do like boys. I like them rugged. (laughs) Anyway, it was funny. Remember the wind, like just going off of that, thinking about the mania that was yes. Harry Potter. The midnight showing. Yes. And the theaters would be packed. packed. People dressed up. Yes. <laughs> you People, were like sardined. In the, <laughs> People would be like, how many times have you seen it? This is my 52nd. And I'm going to go tomorrow too. <laughs> that was crazy. Like just wild. When's the last time that like level yeah. of excitement was for something. It was like every year for what seven, eight years. Yeah, we were just watching. And Harry then Potter. they really got greedy because they split the I last one, part one and, and part two. two. Like we the have different. to really drag this out and yes. monopolize. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just eating it up. Like it is interesting to think about, though, if she would have made those comments then. I know. Well, you know what? I don't think that it would have. Been a big deal. I don't think so either. I think that would have totally been acceptable what she said. Mm-hmm. And people wouldn't, there's no way back then people would have given up their Harry Potter movies. No, there's no, and I no, almost would go matter. so far as to say that if there was a person that voiced an opinion against what she said they would be attacked they would yes like it would have been the complete opposite oh my gosh yes you know i don't necessarily agree like either way like i don't think that anyone should really be treated that way where they're just like shunned by a huge amount of people but why can't we just find a middle ground like why does it always why can't we be be like you know what I sh- maybe this is the way I feel and you guys feel that way 
maybe we just have to agree to disagree right or like have productive conversations instead of witch hunts right why does it always have to be so divisive i know and then when people bring up you know old shows like oh well this was super problematic yeah, and they from pick when they it did. all apart i know why? it's like i know can we just times were different back then just even the industry was different mm-hmm. back then and it doesn't make it right but going forward we need to do better well i think that's the thing too going back and rehashing or hating on these things that were so wrong about shows yeah, previously like friends was yeah, very white it and- doesn't help like, no. what helps is recognizing that and then making changes in movies and shows and whatever yes. as we are making new ones. Yes. Like, there's no point to go back and just pick apart every little thing because there's stuff in everything. Like, you look at yes. movies from, like, the 20s mm-hmm. and it's like... Whoa, that's completely <laughs> uncalled like, oh, dear. for. And I yeah. think even now that we're being more enlightened to stuff like mm-hmm. that, I can watch something now and be like, wow, that really isn't cool. But I don't need to try to rip it apart. We just have to take it for that's the way things were yeah. back then. We're getting so much better now at having diversity. Right. And- I, yeah. Which is I agree. a lot helpful, more helpful. <laughs> yeah, it's and, but it, yeah, it's good. Like we just need to to learn and grow from those things instead of just living in the past. And even like, you know, we've kind of talked about it before with like trying to reboot shows. Like I yes. feel the most recent one that comes to my mind is just when they rebooted Gossip Girl. Yeah. And then they tried to make all these changes mm-hmm. with the characters or just like showcase things that were problematic before that, you know, wouldn't fly now. Like why? Like it just, the way they did it or even with Sex in the City. Yeah. Like the new version of it. They're overcompensating. Yes. Like you don't have to just make every single change just to make the change. Like have it be naturally progressive instead yes. of just like, well, we know we messed up so bad. So here's every apology <laughs> and every way we could Please change it to make it us. better. Let's yeah. still let us make money. It's like I just that drives me nuts. I think something that's interesting too is once somebody gets canceled or they do that wrong thing and they get called out and then they make an apology and the apology is never good enough. Yeah. It's always, so you make your first apology, but then you know you're going to have to apologize a second time. You're going to have to apologize for your original apology. apology. Like, actually, that apology sucked. Here's this one. This is yeah. what I should have said because now I'm taking everything you guys said I should say. And I'm so you'll saying be happy. it. Yeah. Um, when I was listening to Stassi Schroeder's book, her second one where she had gotten canceled. Mm -hmm. I thought she said something really interesting when she was talking about her initial apology. And she said, I did not want to make that apology. I wasn't ready to apologize yet. I didn't feel sorry then. But she said after I had, you know, reflected on everything and it had been some time, she was talking about how now I feel like I could have made a so much more meaningful Mm -hmm. apology that I actually meant versus this one that just got sent out that I didn't even want to do. Well, it's, yeah, I feel like that with pretty much everybody that's been canceled recently. It's like all of us are dying to see what they put out and how long it takes them and if it's over like 24 hours, (laughs) burn them at the stake. Like we are so just like we we want that right away. I know. We want the apology, but the we know we're not going to accept the apology, yeah. but we still need to hear it. But if they're not actually feeling sorry in that moment, 
It's not genuine. Right. And what's the point? Right. And it's like, oh, I'm just doing this basically to get everyone off my back, even though it made probably made everything worse. Ten times worse. Like yeah. when Tom Sandoval even made his first apology for like the business. Everyone's like, he didn't even say Ariana. Yeah. And then the second one he made, they're like, they only he only said Ariana five times yeah. and he mentioned How himself. Dare he even say her name? Yeah. Like, I know. It's like, so which is it? And again, he probably isn't sorry. But he's coming right. out with this apology just to because save he, face he knows he has to, to. Yeah. or his team is telling him that he right. has to. You need to do Even, damage control. Like so many people that aren't on the full on celebrity level, right? Or like you know, I I read things with our local news, and there's right. been random things where it's like a public local figure said something or somebody with a school board or, you Mm -hmm. know, just something random. And then it's like, okay, the event happened. Everyone's mad about it. And then 12 hours later, an apology was issued. It's like you as a human, honestly, don't even have the time to fully process what's going on. Right. Really reflect on your actions. Yeah. Understand why what you said hurt people or yeah. wasn't appropriate. But you have to get this apology out before you can even... Because you have to just try and save face, right. even though it's not. You and know it it's not going to help. It's like yeah. it's the, the double-edged sword. Right. You put out the apology, it's bad. And you don't I, put it out, it's bad. I'm fully guilty of that, too. Like, the feeling of, yeah. well, are they really not going to say anything? Because right. with everything <laughs> with, like, Tom and Ariana, like... I'm looking at the clock. Like, what is, does he have to say what for himself? What is he saying? When is he going to make this apology? And then, you know, he made his. And then a little bit later, Raquel made hers. And it's like, oh, as soon as I saw it pop up, I'm like, well, well, well. <laughs> Look who came what do these two have to say? But also, I think, like, when with people that are public figures, like, them making this public apology over Instagram. Yes, or like from the notes app. Yeah, it's not <laughs> even, it means literally nothing. No. It's so silly. And I don't know why we as a, the public mm-hmm. need that so bad. Right. Why do we feel like we even deserve an apology? Right. And like, because if I was in someone's shoes in that, like if it was, if I was a public figure or not, mm-hmm. if someone wronged me and then they made an apology <laughs> and put it up on their Instagram and like right. never said anything to me, I would be livid. <laughs> You're like, hello. It kind of sounds like that's what happened with Chris Rock and Will Smith, yeah. too, where Chris Rock is saying, no, I didn't get a personal apology, but he made this, Will made this big apology to everybody else. Internet. Yeah. yeah. It's like, wait, I'm the one you slapped. Right. I'm the one that that should have, like, just, it doesn't an apology, It to me, it's not even a, an apology unless you are meaningfully right. talking to that person and you mean it. Yes. Like, how often do we even say to kids, like, when we're teaching them right. about apologizing and you, you'll be like, well, say you're sorry and then a kid will be like, Sorry. <laughs> and you're like, you don't mean that. No. Like, I know even with my son, he'll be like, if I send him to timeout, I'll be like, I'm sorry, I apologize. It's like, no, you're just saying yeah, that because, to get out of the situation. And that's exactly the same yes. thing. It's like the adult version is a notes app apology yes. screenshot and put up on your Instagram. Yes. <laughs> Imagine if regular people did that. <laughs> like if I um, needed to apologize to my husband and I just typed up this thing, and screenshot like, and sent it. Like I like don't put even it know what happened and all of a sudden I'm like scrolling and see like <laughs> my apology to my husband. But I but he's sitting in the room with me yeah. and I never tell him it. I just post on Instagram hoping he'll see then it. he sees it and then he likes it. Yeah. <laughs> like. I don't know. It's so silly. It is silly. But you're, yeah, I know. It's just like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. The public is going to hate that apology anyway. And I think it's kind of interesting and 
just insightful that Stasi said that about her second I apology. Know. Like the first one, I didn't mean at all. But after I actually had time to reflect on my actions, it. yeah, it's yeah. like I could mean that I'm sorry and I am sorry. And again, I know she. I don't have a place to say about you know the things that she was canceled for. Yeah. But even with that too, we found there it's like Jax I don't think he was actually fired I think he quit yeah but was probably gonna be fired he did so many bad things Before, the whole time I know and it was fine and then she and what she did was very wrong what her and Kristen did was very wrong but the way I don't know it just I mean the punishment did fit the crime but it was the timing of yes. that too I think yeah it's like but in the past, you could almost say whatever you want and still have a career. Mm-hmm. And she was just completely canceled as a female. I mean, it does. It was, which, yeah, the whole situation was very convoluted and it wasn't OK what had happened. But it was just really like you're you're basing her being canceled off of this one thing where all these other people have done such horrible things things, to others and we didn't care. It was good entertainment. Right. I don't know. It is. It's just society, man. It is. And we're, (laughs) we are fully in it. Like we, I want those apologies and I want to hate every first apology. I want to hate the second apology. (laughs) I don't even care if they go to therapy. (laughs) And that, that made me mad not to just talk about like Vanderpump so much, but (laughs) when Raquel said in her apology, I'm seeking counsel and I'm working on myself. I'm just like, I'm sorry, but I don't believe that. I know. You're telling me you guys are still in a relationship (laughs) and now you're saying, but I know it was wrong and I'm going to therapy about it. What? And I don't want to say like playing the mental mental health card, but it does feel like. But she kind of is. I know. And I thought he was too. And it's, I don't like that. I'm very... I'm a big promoter of mental health yes. and how it is so important and we really do need to k- take care of ourselves. And I think it's great that people go to therapy and it is so needed mm-hmm. for everyone, I believe. But to just the timing of this all seems just really like icky. Yes. And just the fact, like I said, they're staying in the relationship, but she's saying that it was problematic and it's going to therapy for right. it. <laughs> It doesn't really make sense. No, it doesn't. Anyway, I think that's enough talking. (laughs) Vanderpump. Um, I have a recommendation to wrap things up. So my recommendation is actually um, for us to stop doing something. And not just specifically you and I, because I don't (laughs) think we really do it ever. But mainly just others. And it is... For us to stop the use of the word kiddo. (laughs) Oh, God. Or tiny human. (laughs) I cannot stand. Like, just say kids, (laughs) children. Why say, well, I've got to go pick up the kiddos. (laughs) I saw these kiddos. It's like middle-aged white dad. But so many people use it. They do. I just cannot stand that. Tiny human, any one of those stupid, weird weird names that you have, not even just for kids, really for anything, but kiddo specifically, I'm petitioning and I'm recommending (laughs) that we stop the use of that (laughs) word. (laughs) Just say kid or kids or children that's enough child that's enough (laughs) (laughs) whatever their preferred pronoun is but not not kiddo kiddo stop it though it sounds like clownish to me almost like kiddo the clown like that's enough (laughs) um what's your recommendation well i'm just gonna go ahead and recommend 
Emily Ratajkowski's <laughs> butchering that your girl. name for the summertime. Yeah. Actually, that's kind of a pet peeve of mine, though, too, is when people actively don't try to say somebody's name right. Well, I think hers is it's a little tough. bit challenging. And it's because, yeah, but it's also like I never heard her actually no, say until, the pronunciation. Yes. Right. So if I would have known it, before I would have tried, I would have been saying yeah. it right. But I really thought this whole time it was Radajkowski. Right. But it's not. No. Like, it's I wish that I had that clip of her on deck. And I, I know. Would pull it up, but I, sh- I, don't I know feel like she, she for it. even in her book, she didn't really say it that much either. But anyway, I'm going to recommend her book because I think it is a good conversation starter. Especially if you're a woman, and I think we should have a book club, and I'll talk about that book. <laughs> Wait, that's in a sneak peek, something in the works. We want to maybe do that, but we need everybody to listen. <laughs> so uh, don't forget, our episodes drop on Wednesdays. We are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and any other place where you listen to podcasts. Please uh, review and rate our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really helpful. Thank you. Five stars only. <laughs> only. We'll accept others, but yeah, we'll allow for but five. anything less. <laughs> no, don't, even don't bother. Yeah, don't <laughs> click any buttons. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Ratakovska.